0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Corner to Corner Wrestling Radio. We are live at C2CRadioShow.com. Money in the Bank is happening right now. As a matter of fact, Universal Title is up for grabs as Bray Wyatt makes his way to the ring to challenge for the championship. I'm Stan Grubb and my tag team partners, Rob Hefner. Yo, 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 yo.
2: And of course, Brian Taylor. Stuff. I just want to know when we got the five minute intro song.
0: We got our Sandman entrance now.
2: <laughs> oh, that we took all, forever.
0: We all, we, you know, it was only 30 seconds though. What? Does it, does it seem longer?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, it was the quiet too, I think. Uh, you went like quiet. Really That's quiet. what she said.
0: Oh. <laughs> One of these days I'll figure out how to do this whole like, you know, audio arrangement so that you guys can actually hear that music
2: <laughs> you know. oh, I All just right. want to know you're still you know, here oh I'm here
0: oh I'm always here <laughs> really I can't that's... get up I can't move so. <laughs> I'm kind <cut> of <laughs> always
1: here yeah. he broke my cocks, I can't get up <laughs> he picked up that piece of paper and he's done <laughs> that's like so funny like he's a new, there's a new UFC division called Paperweight.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, bronze in the ring. Can we turn it off now?
1: I like how he's wrestling as Bray.
0: Well, and that's the thing. Like, if so, he beats Bray. Does that mean the Fiend just? <sighs> I don't. I don't like it. Fiend the sucks. I mean, the Fiend the is cool. This match sucks. There we go. I'm getting all
1: confused. Maybe he'll rip his sweater and he'll become the fiend and be like. <laughs> so like... You know, I mean,
2: you know, Braun is only holding it till he who shall not be named returns.
0: Careful. Careful. Cease and desist yeah, I'm, and I'm too afraid too. to
2: even say his name anymore.
0: I, no, I don't know, know if
2: I'll get a cease and desist letter or what. <laughs>
0: I mean, he's been edited out of WWE history.
2: Yeah, I mean, almost, like, literally. So, apparently on Monday night, they had the money in the bank package, Mm -hmm. and he was completely taken out of it. Yeah, the top
0: ten cash-ins where he, (laughs) I guess I got to say it now, too, he who shall not be named was literally edited out of his (laughs) WrestleMania 31 cash-in
2: moment. (laughs) I mean, apparently, just like, like Brock was wrestling himself for a half an hour,
0: I mean, David went so far as to when, when Seth goes for the cover, and we all know who he's covering. They go to a black screen, and you hear one, two, three. And they come back, and there's Seth celebrating. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I guess is this is this the time where we say, "Oh, how the mighty have
2: fallen"?
3: <laughs>
2: it, it's it's just crazy. I don't. I, what are you trying to do? Cause, so, like, I have a theory that they're trying to they're trying to make people forget in the hopes that when he comes back not repackaged but in the same gimmick he's in that people are just going to
1: love him
0: well they've tried everything else outside of a heel turn
1: well they've tried the heel turn it didn't kick because as soon as they turned him they turned Rollins and then they had to turn him back because everybody liked Rollins as a bad guy before him (laughs) Because so remember I guess the he's under- done the whole come out there going, I don't need you fans.
0: F I you guess the people. Undertaker never lost to him then.
1: You know? Well that means the streak is still intact. No, that was Brock.
0: No, that's Brock.
1: <laughs> we lost Brian, by the way.
0: Oh, holy crap. Okay. Well let's make sure we get him back on here. Uh what the heck. Get back in here. Get back in there, brother. Brother. Yeah. Maybe See,
1: it shows you that if Vince wanted to, he could erase Hulkamania.
0: What? You can't erase Hulkamania?
1: If Vince, like if he's trying to, re- he's trying to get rid of Rain Mania. Wow. Or I would say, what is it called? What is that? Rain's concussion, Rain's trauma, um, Roman trauma.
0: The you Roman know? Empire? <laughs> he's trying to get rid of the Roman Empire. Yeah. I think that's what they call it still.
1: The big dog is in the dog house.
0: All because he wants to be a dad.
1: He just wants to do his job. All because he went to the house. Right. See, Dean went to the house and nobody cared. Roman goes to the house and it's like, uh uh-uh, no, no. Bad boy.
0: Uh... Looks like Brian's got some Skype issues going on here, so we're gonna continue to try, try to add him back. Oh wow, that was that was hurt my ear. <clears throat> so right now it is Bray Wyatt riding, ah. ruling the roost. Uh,
1: oh, we forgot to Brian. tell people that we are we are doing this show live there as Money is. the Bank is happening.
0: That's right. We've got the,
1: the man has returned.
0: Welcome back. Hey, what? It's Huskus. Huskus the pig is here. <laughs> Wait a
2: minute. Well, see, now they're learning. Let's they, just, let's <laughs> plant people.
0: They finally, finally, the Firefly Funhouse is for real. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, All right, so I missed of- any of y'all's uh, stuff on D-
1: HWSBN.
2: Yeah.
3: I think you should just stick with he who shall not be
1: named. We say Roman Reigns has gone from the, the penthouse oh, to the doghouse.
2: you said it. You said the name.
1: Yeah. Of all time.
2: I, I, and I don't even know if we can use he who shall not be named. I think we'll get in trouble with Harry Potter. Well,
0: then there's also that or the Benoit family. or I mean, we've got a lot of people. We're not allowed to name.
1: I wouldn't. I wouldn't put them in the same category, Stan. No. Well, that's. True. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's like, a
0: fair assessment.
1: <laughs> there's a whole different reason we can't mention the other guy.
0: Oh, I, I'm curious. So, like, with with this right now, if if Bray gets beat up, can they cut to cinematic and then he becomes the fiend?
1: Well, if you look, he's got the dark colored. He's got the dark colored shirt underneath the red sweater.
0: Right. Right. So.
1: And so, my thoughts are. If he gets thrown somewhere and he starts losing, then he'll become the fiend. Because if they've got the puppets, you know they got the mask back there.
0: Man, that'd be cool. Or he just goes under the ring and throws the mask on, I guess.
1: And they can just cut to like a WWE shop commercial or something.
0: <laughs> get your teeth and belts right now! Oh my god! <laughs> something
1: tells Buy me. want one, sentence. get one for a dollar.
2: Uh, something tells me since it's not live,
1: uh-huh.
2: it could be edited in such a way that it could be like instantaneous. Well, you notice the live is off the screen now. Yeah. Good
1: so literally
2: you could do so you could get to a point and then turn into one of those cinematic matches.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, like the lights go red. There's some shaking. He's got his back turned. He turns around. He's got the mask on. And you're like, oh, my God, how did
1: that happen? The bobbleheads will eat it up. Roman com- Braun comes out dancing with the, you know, as the rosebud.
2: Oh,
0: <laughs> or maybe maybe Braun joins the NWO with John Cena. No,
2: okay. That would have been funny though. I think Rob got a good point. That would have been funny. Him in a cinematic match and he comes out as a rosebud <laughs>
0: <laughs> from the humble beginnings as
3: a rosebud. <laughs>
1: that's the only good thing to come from Adam Rose's character. <laughs> wow, I think Adam Rose might be oh. okay. <laughs> He's not happy. Uh, well, who's still employed in the company and who's not?
0: That's a fair statement. <laughs> So we got a lot of things that have happened throughout this week. Uh, the Undertaker's documentary debuted this week called The Last Ride, basically chronicling the past three years from 2017 to current of The Undertaker's matchup starting with He Who Shall Not Be Named, moving forward into um, what I can only assume as the Boneyard match. Um, the commentary during this is, is kind of... Uh, It really makes you pay close attention to just how bad a shape The Undertaker may have been in going into WrestleMania 33. And also the amount of work he's had to do just to get himself healthy and back into shape each year thereafter. It was, if you haven't had a chance to watch it, they're going to be streaming it right after Money in the Bank tonight. But it was a great in-depth look at the man behind The Undertaker.
1: And if you have the network, obviously you could probably watch it any other time.
0: yeah, yeah, it was uh, available as of midnight last night.
1: and you watched it, didn't you?
0: I watched it this afternoon.
2: yeah, he watched it. so like you know as it gets closer to WrestleMania each year, is this do they be like is this going to be your last match? Kind
3: of thing. So, so,
0: in the in the first look that we saw, I think it was, was it last month after Mania that they did the first look of it? Uh-oh, wait. Braun's got the mask!
3: No! No, Braun!
0: Anyway, uh, so last month, just after Mania, they gave us the first look, which was about 15 minutes of kind of a preview of this show, where Undertaker likens himself to be like Santa Claus, where he only shows up once a year. And then, of course, uh, Jimmy Hart and uh, Ted DiBiase are like, well, that's okay. That's all you need to do. One thing he does say that I I think a lot of superstars, including uh, Shawn Michaels and Steve Austin, have said to him was that the one thing he doesn't want to do is become a parody of himself. And I don't know that that's ever really been a question, except for the fact that, During WrestleMania 33, it was seemingly obvious that he was not in proper condition to perform. Um, And what we've seen, I would say, uh, from—I'm trying to remember all his WrestleMania opponents. What we've seen of previous years up until that point, it it seemed like WrestleMania 30 probably should have been the very end of the road. We've talked about that ad nauseum, I think.
1: Yeah.
2: I agree. Um, I mean, but, you know, because I don't particularly, I'm not fond of the people that just come back, you know, once a year and take away from somebody else's time at WrestleMania. I'm just not
1: a big fan of it. Well, I think at some point, even, like, the greatest, you know, like, He's going to go down as one of the greatest in, in in WWE history, you know. But it's like, there comes a time where you've got to just go. And like you all said, the one-offs. And you know, this year was a little different with his Saudi Arabia trip and a little here and there. But it's like, agreed. Like to to be gone for a year and come back for one night, the biggest night of the year. And to have it to where it's actually decent. You know? And, and it's just it's getting to the point where it's just, you know, like like they said when Joe Gibbs went back to football, it's your legacy to ruin. You know? And we talked about it with Hogan, we talked about it with Flair, you know, they stayed too long. You know. Oh, I agree, uh, especially
2: with them too. Uh, once Hogan had the match with Brock, I think that should have been it for him.
1: And like apparently he's trying to come back. You know, he, he wants mm. one more match, and it's like, you look at the Undertaker. You know, like the Boneyard match to me was his type of match. Like, let's just end. Like that's it. You know. Right. <clears throat> but I know it's- for him for them to pass it, he's got to lose I guess
0: I felt like it was, it would have been a fitting way to close out the career to have the Boneyard match where you know, the Undertaker and Mark Calloway meet in the middle uh, and that's how it ends, because with what we saw, I mean it was just, it was tailored to both men's strengths, it made them both look good, it it gave a very entertaining uh, and enjoyable feel but at the same time it was okay. This was a, a guy, a man fighting for his family, rather than a dead man working to, you know, bury dead, dead, evil
1: souls. Right. Well, and the boneyard match gave them a chance. Like we've said, like they edited out. They could do things, and you could you didn't have to see the times where he's like sitting on the ground like, oh my god, what did I get myself into? You know? Well, maybe... Who maybe it? It? Who's, who's the hacker?
0: It's... it's it's Oh, it's... it's, it's I don't
3: know.
0: There's <laughs> some the rumors of it being literally everyone. Like, CM Punk, Bobby Roode, JG... Um, uh,
2: I don't think that's Bobby Roode.
0: I mean, I have no idea who it could be. Like, I... I I feel like it's probably Ali because that's who they're teasing. That's who the little uh, circular light logo looks like. But the the question is does anybody really care?
1: Well, if it's Ali, no.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, but so I think what people are getting confused is that it has to be like a wrestler. You know what I'm saying? So it could be like CM Punk and, you know, he. He comes back and just as a commentator or some crap like that, so
3: sure, it could
0: be Who knows? a robot manager. Or uh, uh like a like a Mr. Robot kind of thing.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. Or uh what was that camera they used to have in the Oh G T V Yeah, there we go. Maybe his G T V come back. <laughs> maybe we're finally going to get the mystery solved <laughs> <laughs> well it wasn't gold dust after all it was someone else <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: so funny oh, um, that's one of my this favorite Wrestlemania's by the way which one? three
2: is it acceptable to go to Mickey D's just for a drink? One of everybody's favorite WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, FS1 uh, is going to be showing WrestleMania three. Is that tonight or tomorrow night? No, Tuesday. Who tonight, is? Sorry, FS1, Fox Sports one. Oh. They're showing the uh, complete WrestleMania three, including Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant, Randy Savage and Ricky Steamboat, um, Brody Piper and Adrian Adonis. There's a lot of good matches in that one, and that is going to be showing in its entirety, I believe, commercial free, which actually is kind of cool. You know, I wonder whatever
1: the wonder when, wonder whatever the truth is. Like, you know, I've heard stories about WrestleMania three that it was Andre that in the middle was like, "No, I'm not lose. I'm you're going to win." But then I've also heard it was Hogan that put his foot down, saying, "I don't want to lose."
2: No, even Hogan said it on documentaries that they didn't know what Andre was doing leading up to WrestleMania three. But then Andre said, yep, I'm going to do it. And he loses. How did the slam that I think is what's come into question? I think it's the slam that. Um, Andre tells him to do it or something
1: during the match or something. No, oh. I am intrigued with the whole money in the bank. I'm not gonna lie; like I just kind of want to. I want to kind of see what the WWE headquarters looks like. You
3: know?
0: <laughs> well, we you know we've only had really one other look at it, and that was during the like in depth look at it, and that was the Super Bowl commercial they had where they, they were seemingly fighting all over the place.
3: <clears throat> yeah.
0: so uh, let's see here wrestling news as they're showing a clip for the WWE title match <clears throat> we've got Alberto Del Rio getting arrested for sexual assault and also threatening to drop a person's child in the middle of the street Get the other one back. what the actual hell is wrong with this guy I, supposedly and uh, I mean, this is all rumor. We don't know for sure outside of the arrest, but supposedly he was stoked
1: on that. I would almost. Well, that's because he thought he was case. above everybody. You know.
0: Yeah. I mean, in Mexico, supposedly he's he's treated like royalty. That's the that's the going story. Is that Alberto Del Rio, because of his father, is essentially treated like royalty, and he goes and gets pretty much anything he wants in Mexico. But in the states, he's had. Uh, very little success in that regard because every time he tries to enact his will, it typically goes south. And uh, yet again, there's a guy that just can't seem to get out of the negative news.
1: I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's that lifestyle and that kind of mindset eventually catches up with everybody. I mean, you've seen like, See how, see how many headlines that Paige made while she was dating him right. and how many headlines has she made since you know That's true. like when she was dating him she was always in oh well they get in an argument in the hotel oh they get in an argument oh she shows up with this or oh. it, like I mean he could just like be an I don't know manipulator kind of guy you know
0: and apparently Seth Rollins no longer has Burn It Down as his opener, or as his theme. He has new religious-type music, I guess? Would that be a way of characterizing it?
2: He's a nitwit.
0: I don't understand what what they wanted to do with this character. I don't I don't like it.
2: I, never, I, I thought I you never, did like it.
0: The Monday Night Messiah stuff? No.
2: I, I like yeah the yeah yeah, yeah the when he no, no, no. when he gave that stupid little spiel in the ring you were all over him
0: I was okay with that I'm not I'm not okay with the Monday Night Messiah thing I like I like the actual heel turn itself this uh, cuz I liked him with the uh AOP I thought that was a pretty good, good group
1: You're jealous cuz he can pull off a leather jacket on Monday Night Raw and you can
0: With fur with fur on the collar
1: I personally think it's stupid. This whole the jacket or him? The, the jacket, the whole thing.
3: It's just the jacket.
1: <laughs> I mean, the heel turn, whatever. You knew he's going to be a heel because he can't. He's he's a good heel. Do
3: mm-hmm.
1: you, like you, you think? he's good? This whole, this whole, his other heels that he's like, you know, the other heels characters he's been. This one is just whatever. Yeah, but I, I hate. Hate to say, with the other ones, though, he had the other two. He's, al- he's always, when he's been in a heel, and he's been at his top, he's always had other people around him. Right. You That's know, true. that character that, all right, you do this for me. On his own, he just looks like a dude wearing a glove and a jacket. And then you've got yeah. Drew McIntyre, who was a bad guy oh. until what? WrestleMania?
0: You know, like... Until he kicked Brock in the face.
1: You know, it was like, and now he's like, thank you all for tuning in. I'm glad you all are during this time. You're watching us. You know, hey, thanks. (laughs) Hey, you know what? I mean, he's
0: he's making the best of a bad
1: situation. No fans in attendance. And
0: the guy has, since the Rumble, since he literally just kicked Brock out of the Rumble, he's been ridiculously popular. And then they take all the fans away so his moment doesn't happen. I'm sure he's in his mind, doing anything it takes to stay in that championship role, but also as a trusted party for WWE, because that way when their fans are back in attendance, he can still stay on top.
1: Well, you know, it's going to be, he's got he knows right now that he's going go to go with down in history in the annals of history with the asterisk by his name as WWE champion at fewer people in attendance than those matches in Argentina back in the day. <laughs> You know, the
0: faithful Pat Patterson in the Continental Title. Movie.
1: Yeah, I mean those 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 mysterious at a house show. You know, like <laughs> what? Wait a minute. And Seth, that's about all the applause you get, anyway. <clears throat>
0: I think mean, Seth, in a, in a heel turn aspect, I thought his pairing with AOP was fine. I, I would have liked to have seen if that could have been done a little differently, as far as the Messiah thing. Um, but apparently. I would have to agree with you guys as far as he always has to have, you know, two other guys with him, whether it was The Shield. Can we say The Shield? I guess maybe not. Well, if we don't say the other guys' names.
2: Yeah, just don't say their names.
0: Right, right. So you had The Shield, (laughs) you got J&J Security, uh, you had AOP and Buddy Murphy, and now he's by himself. I mean, he's the
1: messiah with no followers.
0: Well, that would make him David Koresh.
1: You know, I mean, what's the difference between him and the dude standing on the corner with a sign saying "The world's ending tomorrow"?
0: Um, nothing, I guess. At least, at least we, um, at least we don't have to see them try to force Becky into a storyline with them. That would be awful.
2: Yet, give it time. You don't. You don't think they're they have already thought
1: about Not putting them two Becky. together? You know their marriage is going to be at SummerSlam or Roadblock oh, no. or Stomping Ground or Death of Betrayal or Backlash. There we go. And, it, and in true betrayal. WWE
2: fashion, as soon as it happens, it'll end.
3: <laughs> Becky
2: and yeah, I As soon as Becky says ways. I
1: do, as soon as Becky says I do to Seth Roman, will come out going, "She was always uh, mine before she was he yours." Said it.
3: He said it. Oh.
1: Oh, I already said it once. You know, if we're going to get the letter, we're going to get the letter. So, what the hell?
0: I'm not checking my email. I don't care about you guys. I'm not checking mine. My
1: email, email is StanGrub at – oh, sorry. Damn.
0: Just throw it at me, why
1: don't you? At WWE.com.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. So, of course, we got Drew McIntyre in the ring with Seth Rollins right now. The, the ongoing question about WWE overall continues to loom as to what the future holds, because this week, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon both individually unloaded about a million dollars worth of stock. If a piece. Saw, yeah, if I saw correctly, one of them was like 1.2, the other one was 1.5, um... Do you guys think that this this continues to push in the in the direction of WWE being sold?
2: Um I think they have some type of knowledge about something yeah. and they're trying to get out while they're getting good. Yeah. But they ha- they can't do it all at once. They have to lead up to it. I mean if they just dump, you know, twenty million dollars worth of stock, then everybody's gonna be like, whoa, what, what just happened? So, But it reminds me a lot of the senators in the government. Right. You know? Oh, yeah, so, oh, we just found out about this uh, vaccine or whatever, and it's not working, so let's, you know, once that news comes out, the company's going to tank, so let's get rid of all the stock or whatever it was.
0: Yeah, conveniently, they'll have a, oh, yeah, yeah, we just, uh, just thought it was a bad investment. Oh, yeah, well. Tell us why.
2: Uh, yeah, well, it's their own, you know, it's their own company. Right. Why do you get rid of your own company when, again, you're supposed to be making, you know, profit this year?
0: Well, and that's just it. What, what what really sucks for them is that this gets worse before it gets better. Even if it were to stay within Vince's hands, and and part of me feels that's not going to happen. Um, even if it stays in Vince's hands. You've got to find a way to recover in the public eye. And that, it took what? Let's see, from the steroid scandal in 91, 92, it took what? Almost until 98? That's a long time. And as a publicly traded company, I don't know that you could survive that way.
1: Well, he wasn't a publicly traded company in 98. Nobody is now. 94. Right. And that's the thing. Like, he's got shareholders and everything else to deal with. And, If they sell it, hey, they'll get good they'll get a big money for it. And well, I mean, I'm sure Fox still has a billion
2: dollars left over from the Disney deal. Mm -hmm. And,
1: you know, why not? You could put you could put WWE at Disney World in one of their play things and just like let it run.
0: How do you clean up such a, a mess that there is right now, um, especially in this time? Like, let's say let's say this goes on another month as far as waiting for audiences to come back. And in the process, they do. They actually sell the company off to, I guess, Fox is the leading leading candidate right now. I what would say so. If, what do you do if you clean it up? How do you clean this company up from start to finish? I mean, you got to start somewhere do you, do you end the brand split.
1: You just change the writing staff and you write, you change the content.
3: Yeah.
2: I, mean, yeah, but got I, don't, I don't even,
1: just, I don't think there's anything you can do with this crop of
2: wrestlers is the problem. So it doesn't, it, to me, it doesn't matter the writing at this point, mm-hmm. right? So three years ago, and you can look, it's virtually the same, same people three, four years ago. We were behind them, right? Right. And the writing didn't change. You've still been screwing Bray over, and you're not pushing them. You've been pushing Roman and Seth when they've recorded some of the lowest ratings ever. Uh And after that first run at the Shield, they haven't been the same. Your women's division is in shambles, no matter what you say it is, because you're relying on four people. And they're not getting the job done, but you can't see it. So you tell you tell me, even changing the writing, what do you do? You know, we've been promised Paul Heyman's going to come in and shake up brawl. He's going to, you know, do this, this, and this. And, oh, Apollo Cruz is going to the front of the line. And, you know, he's going to play a, a major role in this. And then what do they do now? Or oh, he's got ankle injury. Hmm. Wow. Mm. what do we do? We I mean, I'm th- putting this place.
0: I can agree with you that the roster that you have right now is part of your problem. But I also don't, I don't think that, there, there's got to be a, multi, a multi-faceted a approach. You've got to do one step at a time. I mean, I can see what Rob's perspective is as far as changing the writers up. But in my opinion, you get rid of the writers and you start going back to a wrestling mentality. And True. then... From from your perspective, Brian, I think some of those people, even though it's still a tone deaf thing to do right now, I think some of the people on the roster has to go. Well,
2: the, the problem is you just released yeah a wrestlers you should have kept. Yep,
0: yep. A and lot you of should people.
2: have built around, but mm-hmm. you let them go because you don't you didn't think they were
1: valuable because your writers couldn't figure it out. Exactly. Well, and that's why if you change writers. You put it in the wrestler's hands, you know, you say, all right, you want to be here. Show me why. Yeah, but but you have to also look at the fact that the
2: WWE has not used writers that know how to write wrestling in a very long time. I mean, not you literally 90s. have to go back to, to the Monday Night Wars.
3: Yeah.
2: At least that,
0: 99, maybe 2000.
2: Yes, yeah, if they had a group of writers that knew what they were doing. I mean, you even had the writer that just got released not too long ago that thought Alana that and Bobby Lashley was the greatest thing ever. Right. And that involved Liv Morgan and Rusev, and now Lashley's coming out, and we don't know if they're supposedly still together or they're not together or or what. I, I, you know, I, you could bring in a whole brand new crop of writers. And then you know, to your point, Rob, unless they're rest, they know wrestling, it's still gonna be what it is. And I, that's what I'm afraid of that even if they even if they bring in new writers, they're not gonna get the right writers.
0: Well, and look at the investment that they put into Rusev and Lana and, and Lashley and Liv. Out of that whole group, okay, who should have gotten the benefit should have been Rusev and Lashley. Who got the benefit? Liv. And that's it. Everyone else lost for that. Rusev lost his job. Everybody Lana, in that angle that Dean. should have
1: not lost their job, Rusev. Who should yep. have? Lana and Lashley. Hello. At least Lana.
0: I, I don't understand the fascination these guys have with Playboy models. Yeah, she's pretty and all, but she is not made for professional wrestling. And and I think that, and, and maybe that's the issue. Maybe that, and I keep I always trip up with that. WWE is about the sports entertainment. You know, that's just what they do WWE is not necessarily about the
2: wrestling yeah but any company in the US okay no matter what you call it and no matter how many times I say it's wrestling on the marquee it's still mm-hmm. sports entertainment right well
0: it's all sports because, entertainment at the end of the
2: day but yeah Well, yeah but I think in other countries you could probably go and you would probably be smacked for saying sports entertainment.
3: Oh, but we over here have
2: been programmed for years for sports entertainment. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So even AEW, who is to me still the, the best thing out there right now, has a hint of yeah, sports that's entertainment that's to it. Yeah, and they've managed
3: to find
2: that sweet spot that you end up seeing with
0: With companies that they finally start finding their groove, I mean, TNA had it at a brief period, and uh, so did Ring of Honor for a brief period, of the mixture between storyline and uh, and
2: athleticism. Yeah, I mean, again, so like AEW, I think they've gotten a mix of New Japan in it, where not everything involves a story. Should there be stories? Yes. But should there be
1: one for everybody? No.
2: You know I mean? well, and, that's, uh, and
1: that's where the WWE is failing. Because like, everything has to be so story-driven. So when you do get a random match, it's like, what the hell is this?
2: Yeah, and, and that's what they're going through now with uh, the, the social distancing there. Right? Mm-hmm. They're so out of touch with how to just put a match together just for two random people that they still even make a story out of it, and it makes no sense.
0: Well, I mean, and if you want a really good example of that, look at what they did with uh, Lashley R-Truth, and MVP.
1: Yeah. Completely I was that, was my, that was my yeah. example, you know, like, wait a minute, why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: right. What is it that you said, Rob, in the group chat? <laughs> you said that they
3: sent out a text, hey, who
1: wants to be here? Come on. <laughs> who wants to be yeah. here? WWE's like, hey, you know what? Um, since our roster's slimmed down, who wants to come? Well, it's like I read a thing to, I read a thing today that Zack Ryder went on a podcast saying that he basically had to call them and ask for his release. Because the day everybody was getting their texts and their, their messages saying, hey, check your email or whatever like by the afternoon Kurt had gotten his Heath had gotten his some other people had gotten theirs and he's like why haven't I gotten mine like I knew it was coming you know like and so he had to call W. he got a message from WWE's like hey call us we need to talk and it was like I guess they needed to go over some stuff and it was just like you know what alright bye you know like right because he would already started with Pro Wrestling Tees. He's like, that morning I knew it was coming. So I went to Pro Wrestling Tees and was like, hey, let's do this and this and this.
0: Well, that's, a, that's an interesting point. How how does he know it's coming? How does Zach well, know I, it's coming?
2: So I'm sure, right, I'm sure not everybody got that email. Right. Right. So if his is coming later, right, Or let's say um, Slater and – what's the other one? Um, What was Ryder's partner? Um, Kurt Hawkins. Hawkins, yeah. Yeah. Let's say they get it first, right? Or Hawkins gets it first. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, dude, I just called the company. They fired me. Well, as his tag team partner, Mm -hmm. Hawkins will know that they've not just fired – Hawkins, but they fired Slater and you know the rest of them.
3: Right, stuff's going to start trickling in. Yeah,
2: right. But the key is when, you know, it's your tag team partner. And oh my God, they didn't keep Carl Anderson.
1: They fired and both of them, and that's what he had said. Is like they <laughs> yeah. fired by that by the point they'd already fired the club. Yeah, and, and he's like. um, and, you and I mean, think something. about it. The Revival,
2: the Ascension, I mean, <laughs> there's been a lot of tag teams that are like, you're out, you're gone.
0: Did you guys happen to catch the Revival's interview with Jericho this past week?
2: Uh, not um, yet, no.
0: By the way, it seems like a going rite of passage. Anybody that's tentatively AEW inbound, <laughs> they must do an interview with Jericho before they get a contract. Because Revival, excuse me, now the Revolt. Um, you know, they get an interview where they, they weren't, they were very fair with how they handled their release and how they handled their, their closing year and a half with WWE. Um, you know, they said that they went to Vince and to the people that were the powers that be, I guess, and stated that we're not happy. If you don't want to do anything with the tag division, just let us go. You know, we don't want the, cause they went to him. They said, look, we'll put the belts on you. as they they dangled that like a carrot. And they said, look, we don't want the belt, you know it, it doesn't mean anything why do we want it do something with someone else put us in a program like what surprised me is they indicated they enjoyed working with the lucha house party and that they had had a great time with their series oh, sure yeah well and that's exactly what they said they said it was different you know it was three on two and it was the the good guys were three and we were the two so we had the disadvantage but then we finally had come out with some momentum as we had beaten them. So we knew that we were probably headed towards the titles. And they came to us, told us they were going to put the belts on us. And that was when we realized that everything we had been doing was for nothing. And it was like startling because then they talk about the, the repackaging that they were they were presented with. And uh, by this point, folks, you've probably seen it on Twitter. You've seen the images. All you have to do, by the way, is just go to Twitter and search out um, – Uh, Revival Gimmick The Revival Gimmick And you'll see the new photos Where it's basically The (laughs) It's a mixture between Flava Flav Doink the Clown And I don't know One of the One of the Fly Girls From Living Color Now I've dated myself Because Most of you don't know What that means (laughs) But that's what it looked like Complete with Lipstick And glow sticks And big old Shiny Medallion Clock kind of thing but they said, look, we'll do it. We'll have fun with it. Maybe we can make something out of it. But we're not re-signing. Because at this point, they had thrown... And the revival, both of them, both uh, <laughs> Dax and Chris. Chase. Dax and Chase. Both Dax and Chase. See, I'm, I'm learning the new names. Um, basically indicated, look, they offered us ridiculous amounts of money. And we told them, unless it was ridiculously more that we were not coming back so it, the the club to, to that same point with Gallows and Anderson they had just signed a contract a year prior for five years and they were basically like yeah we don't have to go anywhere else we're, we're here until we retire and that was for nothing that was not happening
1: so I mean oh.
0: it, Hawkins is right to say yeah nobody's safe and maybe Zach was too
1: well, I also think some of them, you know, true professionals and wrestlers and those guys know that, that there's only a small, there's only a window of so many years that you are bankable, viable, you know, yeah. and you're going to make the most money. And for some, that time is there they're at the tail end of that, you know, like I think Gallows and Anderson are, you know, they're probably at the end of that right now, you know, and they know, hey, I can either sit here and be dormant at the WWE and make this money,
3: mm-hmm.
1: or we can take our talents, go back to Japan, and spend the next three years bringing in a shit ton of money.
0: Right. Well, you and know? that's the thing. Like They got the money, but they don't have the, I guess that comment that Taker had about being afraid of becoming a parody of himself.
1: Right. And then you got the Revival, who are sitting there... And they've got this grassroots following. They've had a hint of... They had a success in NXT. A hint of it at WWE. But they were never given their rightful due. Because the WWE has never given tag teams their rightful due. I mean, set tag teams. They always make them up. You know? Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins and the dude that holds the chair. You know? Like, oh, hey, they're the tag team champs. Um, <laughs> but...
2: So, speaking of that, though... What do you think the difference is between the tag teams now and the tag teams of like the 80s? The, I mean, I think they're just as good, some of them. But, some of them yeah. but what's the difference? Because, I mean, you had crazy tag teams back then, and but you still had a tag team division. And it's the same people running the company. So where do you like decide one day, eh, we don't need tag teams no more.
3: Yeah.
2: But look at how many how many single competitors come out of tag teams. Especially for them. That went on to be world champions.
1: Well I think well, there's always a division that gets forgotten.
3: Yeah.
1: In different aspects, you know, like for years it was the women. Then it was they focused on the women and they forgot the tag, you know. And then it was, if you're a set tag, you're not good. But if you're a mixed-up tag, hey. Then it was, oh, we want to go back to normal tag team people. And then they quickly went out of that and were like, never mind. We like this. We're going to take two people that should be in main event roles or lower tier titles, single titles, and put them to tag team and push the guys who should be tag team champs down the, you know, um...
0: For the record, uh, Drew and uh, and Seth just had a tremendous matchup.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I think, you know, as we say, there's like there's two sides of being released. You know, there's the ones who were released that, hey, we're all going, hey, they actually still work there. Mm -hmm. You know, like, wow. Um, And then the others getting released, they're like, you know what, they're they're still there. Now they want to go and actually do something. You know, they're tired of just collecting a check, sitting at home, showing up occasionally. While they still can, they want to go and do it. Yeah,
2: but some of some of these the ones that wanted to go were a lot of them were asking for it months ago.
0: Well, that's well, just it, it. I mean, Zach Ryder was even rumored to be asking for his release before Chelsea debuted in NXT.
1: Well, and it's and it's and it's probably the age old thing of business. I'm not going to fire you. I'm not going to let you go because you want to go. Right. I'll let you go when I want you to go. Oh well, well, anyway. no! It, it comes down to I hold all the
2: cards, and I you know I play with a deck of 200, and that 200 deck of wrestlers is now you know shoot me in the butt. Well, there you go.
0: Because now, with with these, as they put it, these trying times of COVID-19, uh, when they announced that there was going to be furloughs and layoffs and releases, suddenly the the roster of, to Brian's Brian's point, 200 is now exposed as, oh wow, we just held on to maybe 100 parts of the roster that truly didn't. Hey, look, Brian, it's that crappy game. Uh, okay.
2: Hey, you knock it off. Yeah, I haven't it's, even played it yet.
0: It's WWE Oompa Loompa.
2: <laughs> you haven't even thing. played it yet. Did you not play NBA Jam? I did play NBA Jam. That's true. And you
1: liked NBA Jam, didn't you? I did. That gives so, a whole different message to on the straight fire.
3: <laughs>
2: Aren't you going to enjoy knocking Cena into the alligator? I know the I alligator,
0: am. Does the alligator eat him? Does he actually, oh, like, chomp it, him and but, blood goes everywhere? I doubt it,
2: but, you know, just I mean, to get that opportunity.
0: I feel like the, so. the WWE was exposed recently <laughs> with his releases because they're, they're suddenly, not that we didn't really know, I just think that nobody really said it. That They were basically just, uh, you know what, you're not going to AEW, you're not going to New Japan, you're not going back to the Indies, because you know what, we're, we're going to keep you on contract, and you can't go anywhere.
2: Go I've home. been saying that for a long time. Yeah, but you're always the curmudgeon. Like, you're, you're, our, you're our company curmudgeon. You have to say that. I, yeah, but, but again, though, it just makes sense, right? Yeah. Sure, I can snatch up 200 people, and I can spread them across three, four, five shows. Yeah. But if I keep showing Seth Rollins on each show, that means that I can't show the club right right right. so if I can't show the club the club is sitting on the shelf mm-hmm. but I'm paying them but I'm keeping them on there so they can't go to New Japan and go back to what they were doing to become right. the at, at one time the number one tag team in the world
0: mm-hmm. I mean and it just to, makes sense and, and to your question Brian when you said you know what's the big difference between then and now as far as tags i I couldn't tell you Because like Rob said, the focal point for WWE, and and I would say this is centric to WWE because women's wrestling has been going on outside of the bubble for a long time. Tag team wrestling has been very healthy outside of the bubble for a long time. Their focal point changes like the weather, and it really comes back to going from Vince having a wrestling group around him that were telling him the truth to a sycophantic group of people that are just telling Vince what he wants to hear, and basically saying, yeah, oh, "Yeah,
2: that's a great idea."
0: <laughs>
2: you, you don't think he wasn't surrounded by those people throughout his whole tenureship uh, as owner? Yes,
0: yes, yes. He definitely had those types of people, regardless. But at least they were wrestling people. Like now we have sure, I got most that. of the guys we've that, got but now it's... are either too young to remember it.
2: Isn't that why really Cornette know. left and Heyman left? That they would stand up to Vince and Vince would be like, no. Oh, I see your point. That's good. But no, we're doing it my way type things.
0: I guess at some point or another, regardless, it's almost like, uh, I mean, the, the Jerry Jones and the Dan Snyders of the world where they're like, you know what? We're going to do what we do regardless. Damn, the well, fans.
3: Yeah.
0: Anybody that paid money. It's a I'm tired of my owner
2: getting a bad rap. I don't think he's quite like that anymore. I don't think he's been like that in a
1: while.
0: We'll see what Riverboat Ron does this season. We'll
1: see. Hey, you don't talk about my coach either. Okay. That's my coach. Oh, just a few coach. short months ago, Ron Rivera was the greatest thing the NFL ever had when he was in Carolina. I know. Oh, here
0: we Isn't go. it
1: funny how times change? huh? Now he's huh, not Ron? in Carolina and Riverboat yeah. Ron, whatever. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait to hear what he
2: says about Cam Newton. If Cam gets a team, Camille. Cam will become oh, the biggest bum it, ever. <laughs>
0: Do you get Cam the quarterback. Do you get Camille the dress wearing press conference only.
2: <laughs> See, there With we go. Cam there we did? go. You hear this?
0: You hear this? How long have I been predicting the demise of Cam Newton? Seriously,
2: it's been Just, at least three. Uh, like uh, a minute and a half, I think. No, it's been let at me least check my watch. My watch. Three seasons. Let me check my watch. <laughs> oh no, it says three minutes. Three minutes. <laughs> three minutes.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> now you're fishing. Here's Brian.
2: I got one. <laughs> Ask right. Rob. Rob will tell you. You've only you've only talked about Carolina in a negative way for the last three minutes,
3: Whoa,
0: and it's because
2: your head coach <laughs> is gone and your quarterback.
0: Who's talking about Carolina <laughs> in a negative way? There you go. See now you you you, you know broke a rule. <laughs> I
2: know. I know. You did it first, though. Are we? Are we up the, It's
0: it's that magic moment. It's happening,
1: guys. It's happening. What time is it? What it's time? Almost nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Yeah. I is anybody you, I else have. impressed Anybody else impressed with the graphics that make this building look so huge? Isn't it only like seven stories? It's seven stories, but look at the graphic. It's like, <laughs> it is the skyscraper. Yeah, but I think
2: it's long, isn't it? Well, yeah, but Stanford, it probably is a skyscraper. Right.
0: Oh, wait, look, here comes Lacey.
1: <laughs> have you seen the pictures oh. of their new building? Yeah. Their new building it's includes like a, a warehouse. performance area. If
0: they're if yeah. they're hurting for money, what the ew. Okay, sorry Naya, okay, I just wasn't ready. They're
1: not hurting for money. Ain't nobody buying it. Yeah. All right, so we, AJ somebody going should tell her that Monday. the Iron Man the Iron Man gimmick works for Alexa, not her. Who? Naya. Oh right. yeah. yeah.
0: There's AJ. Here he comes, walking through the gym. Of course, staying fit, staying humble, <laughs> staying up. Oh, and here it comes up. <laughs> you can't see. It. Here comes. The... Keep your head
2: down. All right, this. so we'll we'll wait till we get all six competitors out because you never
1: know there could be a switch somewhere, right? An right. unexplained switch. So are they gonna be like in different areas, or are they are, like the men are gonna start in their. Good, Hello, Carlos. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I th- I think they'll get to like the third
2: floor. and They'll just like be fighting in between each other
3: i want to see somebody throw,
2: yeah, throw somebody somewhere he's going to knock over the right, Andre statue Oof. what a disgrace that would be if one of them just have like Nia just grabbed it and flung it on the ground
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's Carmella going to wrestle in that and not Logan. them things pop out <laughs> Carmella need, I hope she's got some good glue on those things jeez
2: yeah, it's two sided tape. I'm sure.
0: <laughs> I hope so. I hope it's got like gorilla glue. Because it's barely there.
2: <laughs> so can we get Corbin like pushed over into the lobby? You think they probably have an open lobby? I'm sure.
0: So if it depends, I mean, I don't know how they're. Oh, jeez! Here he comes. Here, here comes, here comes uh, King Corbin.
2: <laughs> I am one person ahead of y'all. This is this is yeah, my turn. You are.
1: Huh? Yeah. And, uh, Corbin, oh, I Corbin have, just popped yeah. on my TV. Yeah, Dana Brooks out now.
2: She took her jacket off already. She's What's in the, the line. Face?
0: Why is she wearing the pain jacket? You're not the paymaker. I, I
2: think Painmaker that's a good look, look, look for her, though.
1: I think the colors are a good look for. Her.
3: Yes.
2: Well, I think I her, her
1: Botox is finally starting to like catch up. Uh oh. <laughs> But you notice, I thought the Andre statue was always faced the other way.
0: Well, who is who's coming? Yeah, Wait.
1: but Andre should be in the lobby. That's not the lobby,
2: I don't think.
0: Were they looking for Oscar?
2: Oh, it's Ray Ray. Yeah. Here's Ray and Ray. And Dave Bryan. I believe I closed it up. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't have said that. So, does this is mean I get to scream the winner? Oh. <laughs>
0: Screw you got to make sure you pop huge for it,
2: too. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. <laughs> oh, no, that Dude. is the lobby. Yeah, that is the lobby.
1: So they're in the gym. Right. Yeah, oh, they're in the gym. in the
2: gym. Okay. And now uh,
1: Asuka is. I'm... Hey, Daniel Bryan's walking in like it's coffee hour. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey so uh, y'all
1: will see in a second, but I want to see
2: one of them try and wrestle their mirror image. I think Otis oh, oh. can pull it off.
0: That'd be great. <laughs> he gets all dazed. He's like trying, like <laughs> yeah, just try to try to try going
1: print into the mirror. World or something. You know those mirrors aren't going to last. <laughs>
2: no, someone's going through one of them. Oh, what the hell? No, Oscar, no. Oscar has like, uh, there's the Ric Flair statue. So Vince, if you're listening, I thought the elevators were off limits. Get away from Vince. If you're listening, when the building goes. <laughs> Send me the Ric Flair statue.
0: Yeah, really. Uh, he'll pay the shipping cost because that alone will be $1,000. <laughs> hey,
2: listen, if, if they showed up with a with a crate for Ric Flair statue, I would pay the shipping cost.
0: Oh, nice. They had the camera inside the elevator there. That's cool. Get the door closed. Get the door closed.
2: Go, Oscar, go. <laughs> yeah, but again, I thought the elevators were off limits. <laughs>
3: Match is over. Oscar wins. <laughs>
2: I mean, isn't that what we talked about last week, that yes, the elevators yes. were off limits?
0: And Naya, of course, is not going up any steps,
2: so she grounded it. Oh my God, don't, don't, don't do that to her. Oh, she <laughs> should have taken the elevator.
0: She'd be like the Incredible Hulk,
2: too many stairs. Oh, there it is. <laughs> this build is going to be blown.
0: Oh, ouch. Uh-oh, uh-oh.
1: I like they still got the neon lights around. Their, Look like, out! I tell you, Vince has got all the money, but he ain't putting any money into the, fixing the place. <laughs>
3: there,
1: so, like, oh, crap. I guess that is probably just for, like, office employees. Oh,
0: not the throw, throw the trash can.
2: I know. So I'm telling you, I told you last week they're going to demolish the building. <laughs> and now I know once they throw the trash
1: can.
3: <laughs> it's over. Yeah,
1: It's over. I'm sure it was bolted in place, and now they ripped it up. Whoever's so the person that bought, you know, somebody probably bought this building, like, pending, like, them moving out. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this in the gym, and we're going to do this. Oh! Smash.
0: Mm. Blackhead first into the weight bench.
1: I mean, I could honestly
2: see them taping this, what, last Monday or Tuesday or the week before? Whenever?
0: Oh, this has been and in the then them apparently two weeks, yeah.
2: moving trucks up in the middle of the oh. night. Uh-oh.
0: So while this complete and utter chaos is going, wait, no, no, Otis, don't do this. Don't drop it on AJ's neck. Oh,
2: yeah. Come on, AJ, you can get out. Ray ain't going to be able to help lift that. <laughs> He's kind of
3: pinned down. That's awesome. <laughs> he actually
0: did it. That's cool. <laughs>
2: We're in the locker room. Oh, it's, a three. Oh, it's a four-man melee in the locker room. <laughs> he
0: just walks away.
2: Oh, here comes Ray. Oh, Ray's good. Don't you do it, Ray. Oh, That's it's brother funny. love. Oh, I shouldn't have said that.
3: Oh, no. You did it. You did it. I did the hell, it. They run into the
0: showers.
1: Yeah, let's move away from the showers, people. Uh, I mean, no right. way
2: for it. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I love you. Ray, <laughs> Y'all thought Ray. I was lying. <laughs> Look at that hallway, black painted hallway with red carpet. What the?
0: That's that's the Vince hallway. That's the infinite <laughs> hallway from beyond the mat. He's got up. puke. <laughs> 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 the the rules of C two C have been thrown out the window for cinematic madness. <laughs> Money in the bank. To climb the corporate ladder.
1: <laughs> What's the C two C rule?
2: Oh, there's four of them in the elevator now, or three of them. I want to see one Where's of them the- go
0: into Vince's office and have Vince be in there. What the hell are you doing in here, damn it? <laughs> <laughs> what
2: You're would have been funny it. is that they broke the elevator and four of them got trapped.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do. That's what AJ does. AJ gets them in the elevator, then AJ goes to the bottom and pushes the button.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, Oscar should be at the roof by now. Oh. <laughs> <I mean, laughs> She's be been gone 15 minutes. Ahead. Oh, see? There they are. What
0: the hell? Where's Nia? Naya? Wait. Naya's still down with the elevator.
2: How is Asuka oh, still in the elevator? Oh,
1: oh, look at that hallway.
2: Chaos That's cool.
3: Everyone's on this floor. <laughs> what, <in laughs> the like, world? what?
2: the <laughs> Not everybody. Remember, AJ's trapped him in the, <laughs> oh, the way. Look at Asuka. Asuka's <laughs> out looking at floor. something. <laughs> She's like, sorry, wrong floor. No, apparently she, she must have, she had to have been in the elevator with the four males. Got in there. She's I mean,
3: hiding
0: the corner. No it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it's
2: not me. <laughs> Oscar's <laughs> gone twenty minutes, and she makes one floor. Oh, Barry's hiding
0: the road. Yes, leave him there. Leave him there. <laughs> Don't kick him. Leave him there. He's gonna get out. <laughs>
1: Otis what are you doing Otis
0: <laughs> He's on drugs of some type <laughs> Or he just had a great big chicken Who
1: knows Uh-oh. Uh oh Uh, Shut up Brian <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Alright so Black I mean sorry I mean please don't It's okay I mean it looks
2: like Noel's
1: boyfriend Are you kidding me No it, that's
2: what it looks like Oh, It does
0: Oh, God, no. Please don't let that clown It's not doing
2: up. Oh. That's what up. Get her. That's
0: dork the clown. <laughs> dork the
2: clown. Who's <laughs> just going to have phone chairs <laughs> in the office? Hi,
0: Naya. How you doing? Oh. oh. Well, hopefully that glue holds.
2: <laughs> Let's see if they tear up the TV. Oh.
0: Ouch. Naya, meanwhile, just uh, had somebody give her the elevator ride of her life.
2: All right, so uh, who's your pick for the women? uh, Oh, Shayna. Rob?
1: Uh As much as I hate, I think it's going to be Nia Jax. Wait. The way they've built her up since she's been back. Wait, what? Since they've tried to build her up, I'd like to see Asuka.
0: Dana just dropped Nia with the chair.
1: Uh, I'm going
2: Lacey, and uh, we've got our first major swerve of the, what
0: the hell day. It, what? Got cash. Wait,
2: Dana won? What the hell? No, no, look at the case.
3: It's all got
0: money. And money. It'll,
2: it'll be explained <laughs> here in a second.
3: <laughs> no, not Stephanie, no. I'm going to
0: this up a little bit, but this is great. <laughs> nice swerve by Stephanie. Yeah. This, this is the best swerve. Oh my god, <clears throat> swerving up. <laughs> she said, Clean that up. <laughs> That's messed up. Looking at it, Naya, <laughs> she
3: said, clean that
1: up. is <laughs> drooling all over the place.
3: <laughs> oh. oh, <no>! oh! <laughs>
2: All right, so I'm going to have to admit, this is turning into a really good I'm cinematic
3: 12 <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, first Macy money in the bank. Oh, Macy Punch turn the throat.
1: That yeah. was a throat punch.
0: Oh, wait. Oh, hello. It's Ray. Oh, that's a big picture of Ray.
3: <laughs> i hide you, little Ray
0: Ray. No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hide Hi
0: you, little these,
1: Ray
2: Ray.
0: He's going to open one of the doors here, and he's going to...
3: Oh, no, they showed him! Oh, he, he mean.
0: Showed who showed up your
2: Showed him. Oh, yeah, they did, didn't uh, they? Uh-oh. I think he's
0: going to find Undertaker in one of these rooms.
1: Oh. <laughs> how how prophetic of you. They should have. They should have the room of the bad gimmicks.
3: <laughs> that was
0: great
2: I don't, I don't know if he's going to find oh, him In the nice. physical sense But he just yeah, found know. The Undertaker
0: That's pretty cool <laughs> hey, He's got him creeped out He's got be creeped out by it
2: yep, he is. Uh, You talking about the picture? Uh <laughs> <Yes>. oh <uh-oh.
0: laughs>
2: Inches away. way like, Okay
0: <laughs> This is so smart You know this is what WWE should be doing Like from here forward <clears throat> Just say the hell with it. Just do cinematic... What
3: the hell? <laughs> Just do
1: cinematic
3: matches. Yeah. Oh, now so do we have to the tell... The
1: Does somebody need to tell him that the doors open in?
0: <laughs> yeah, <You're laughs> but pull
1: all these doors?
0: I don't know if you guys can hear Keanu in the background, but she's in the other room watching it. <laughs> she's screaming at the television.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... So, I cannot believe this has happened. Stan has... Uh, Robsterdam oh. is something, only to have Rob Robsterdam is something even better right behind him. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen.
3: Oh no, he locked As, him in the room with it.
2: <laughs> AJ Styles <laughs> finds a picture of the Undertaker, gets freaked out, and thrown into a room with all the caskets.
3: <laughs> Look who's <there's> at catering. <laughs> oh,
0: David's at catering, just chilling. I like the fact
1: that there's there's almost no signage for Money in the Bank. It's all right. WrestleMania.
3: <laughs> look, at, look
1: at Dana. Oh, Otis is freaking out.
3: Look out, Paul. They're going to take your food. Look out, Paul.
2: Otis is about to blow up.
3: <laughs> about to? <laughs> yeah, have you ever seen again.
2: Big Trouble in Little China? <laughs> oh, no. You know the part where the, the guy inflates himself? Yeah. Yeah. Look at him. Otis. That's where Otis is at right now.
3: <laughs> Food fight.
0: Run, Paul. Run. <laughs> oh, oh, no.
3: Yeah. He's lactose intolerant. Uh, all right, oh. so
2: for all the negative I've said about the WWE for, <laughs> for the past year, right? This, <laughs> this is topping both <laughs> cinematic matches at WrestleMania. In
1: my it's the
0: women. It's the men. They're
1: all. Oh look, look, shit is kicking out Ray. <laughs> the fact that late, the fact that Brooke, Dana Brooke, hasn't taken the picture off. <laughs> oh. Oh,
0: oh, oh, Ray just got twisted.
1: Uh oh. Paul's <laughs> got that look.
0: Paul, get the Lesnar. <clears throat> Paul, you know if Paul's,
1: there, <throat> if Paul's there, if Paul's there.
2: Yeah, but he should well, have been sitting at the, the table with some ECW original.
0: That would have be been great, like Sandman and Tommy. Yeah, Sandman, Raven,
2: RVD. You know, like.
1: Brock uh, comes out Tommy going. Dreamer.
2: Down, Brock Dana. comes
1: out going. Paul, where's my food?
2: Oh, she's gonna
0: <laughs> smack the Botox out your face. Ouch! Into the Coke machine. Down goes Dana.
1: Product placement. Right. Uh
0: oh, Mella Uh-oh. is no longer money because she's about to eat the table. Uh oh. Where's off?
2: We have.
0: <laughs> and I was like, I killed it. <laughs> I did it for The Rock. I did it for the people. <laughs> so then we, then we, <laughs> this is
2: great. I love I this. I think this Isn't might that... be
0: better than both of those Mania
2: cinematic matches. That's, that's what I'm saying, dude. This is absolutely great.
1: So with this one, how many weeks that they said they couldn't put Roman on TV, and there he is the whole time.
0: <laughs> I don't care about any of the other shows we've done this year. This might be my favorite show we've
1: done all
0: year long. Uh-oh. Otis has found Nirvana.
2: He's in the Oh, cafeteria. he's found more than Nirvana. <laughs>
1: Because what food <laughs> place keeps pies laying around?
0: Oh, not the pie. Look out. Hey, what the?
2: Oh, no. Not people power. Yes.
1: Oh, Put it in his face. I loved the little smile, too. <laughs> I like the scooter.
2: Uh-oh.
0: Otis, he doesn't really run. He more like shuffles. <laughs> There you go. There's Dork the Clown right there. There's- <laughs> uh, this is going to end badly for somebody. Look him! Oscar's going to slip. Oh, okay. You got to speak English. No? He doesn't know what you're saying. <laughs> He's at him. He's like, there <laughs> you go.
2: <saying? laughs> All right, so ladies and gentlemen, out of the original 12, it looks right. like Carmella's to around them. Uh, Dana Brooke is out to run it now.
3: Ouch.
2: B.J. Styles is out.
0: Dana, you big dum-dum. Oh,
2: look at that room. That's all the chairs. That's a hallway of chairs. And that's a (laughs) stone-cold
1: hood of the car.
2: Yeah, look at that floor. The nitro sign.
0: She just got thrown into the wall.
2: Ooh, blue stair. So we have they have multicolored stairs. You know, this almost reminds me of, like the Death Star or something out of Star Wars. <laughs> like each floor is just a different
3: <laughs>
2: texture
0: or something. They're headed to the uh, blue stairs. Nothing
3: but blue stairs. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry.
0: It'll goes. be the
2: red stairs. <laughs> It'll be red.
3: Ouch! Ouch! Ouch!
0: Ouch! <laughs> oh wait, AJ's know. alive. He made it out of the casket room.
2: Uh oh, we're in. Is that the chairman's office? It looks like I believe close. it is. Oh, yeah. No, no, they're in. They're in, they're in the There's executive washroom. There's the. Oh. Ouch. Oh, well, hello. Oh, he looks, oh hi, Vince. He looks How's rough. This? He looks rough.
0: It That looks like that's actually Vince. Oh, it's, <laughs> yeah, a, like, it's Vince. What the hell? <laughs> oh, he does not look good. Mm mm. Uh, and Daniel Bryan and AJ just standing hmm. there. <laughs> they put the room back together. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: okay, sorry, sorry, sorry Miss
3: McMahon.
2: So far, right? uh, I see Vince is practicing good COVID uh, health skills.
0: <laughs> Look at the hand sanitizer. <coughs> <laughs> we're we're
3: going to close the door. We'll see you, out
2: <laughs> and and ladies and gentlemen the Slammy award he won way back in the day was on the desk oh wow <clears throat> you, you didn't see it did you
0: I see it there now
2: yeah oh Slammy
3: <laughs> you put all the chairs back this I want to see Triple
2: call. H's office I want Triple H's office. He's got all the belts. Oh, yeah.
0: Some of the classic ones. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> huh? oh, right they, boardroom.
0: Oh, no, no, not Darren Corbin. How did he get back?
2: All right, so Stan, I want you to come to Titan right. Towers. I'm going to need you to go to the uh, floor with the black shiny tiles.
0: <laughs> okay. Do you know what
2: floor that is? Black shiny tile floor.
0: That's the black, shiny tile. Uh, Where's Vince's office? Black, shiny tile. Got it. Thank
2: you. So remember, ladies and gentlemen, Corbin's (laughs) going to the roof.
0: So maybe Corbin's the one that Uh goes off the roof, if we're lucky.
2: So, Rob, we're about to find out here in a second, but it appears that Titan Towers is definitely the highest building in Stanford. (laughs)
0: All right, so maybe it's a little bit more than seven floors. Holy crap. Yeah, maybe it's a little bit more than seven floors.
2: (laughs) Jeez. I mean, you just look at the glass and tell us the highest.
0: Yeah, because it's literally standing over everything. Ouch, Asuka just face-planted onto the ground.
2: On the (laughs) roof, mind you. We should let them know they're on the roof, ladies and gentlemen. Yep,
0: Nye and Asuka in the ring right now. Both briefcases... So it's just him What Well, here comes uh, Lacey. Okay. Oh, ouch. That looks messy. What the hell? Let's see here. It's Nia and Lacey. So let's see if Nia can, can squash everyone. Let's just do that. Let's have her beat AJ too. Let's just have her grab both of them. Yeah, <laughs> that was sloppy. Ugh.
2: Oh, do you think we could get that? Like... Just a uh, twelve-person melee on top of Titan Towers. That'd
0: be great. And then everybody that complains about intergender wrestling would really be losing their minds.
2: <clears throat> oh yeah, they would freak.
3: <laughs> this isn't wrestling. This isn't wrestling. <laughs> Shut up, Candy <KD>, I,
2: <laughs> I think Rob's muted us. He's like, I'm tired of y'all giving away the secrets of Titan Towers.
0: <laughs> Bless you, Vin. Bless you for the towers. <laughs> Okay, so Naya finally found a ladder that can hold her. There's no fat shaming involved. She's just a big lady, is what it is.
2: Uh, So it took us 15 minutes to get to the roof.
0: Okay, so here's the question. This pay per view is supposed to go, let's see, it started at 7 officially. Uh Uh It's supposed to go till 10. So, it took 15 minutes to get to the roof for the ladies, and they're going to obviously have their their finish there first, I guess, and then the men?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, I would think so. I mean, again, unless unless there's this big, huge 12-person... Oh! Oh, oh, oh. That didn't
0: hurt. <laughs> Lacey's going to need some concussion protocol here. a <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. Okay, Asuka, just look out! Look out! Oh no! no, oh. Nia's gonna need some concussion protocol. Here.
2: <laughs> <Are you just laughs> the ladder spot? Are we at the ladder spot?
0: Yeah, we're just knocked her right in the head.
2: Yeah. Oh, man, I hope Lacey wins. I really do.
0: She would be a good one. Um, <clears throat> I think honestly, you gotta look and you gotta you gotta say Shayna is the smart pick because if she doesn't, then you completely wasted her call. I mean, it's never happened
2: yeah, before. She'd be so out of She ordinary. pooped a bed at WrestleMania.
0: She did. She did. She definitely didn't look her best. There's good, a, a good behind-the-scenes chronicle for Shayna as she makes her journey from NXT to <clears throat> her match with Becky. It kind of gives some insight. And honestly, you can see the disappointment in her face when she realizes that her WrestleMania moment really isn't a moment at all.
3: Are right, the other...
0: So where is Dana Brooke, Carmella? Well, Carmella's probably still recovering from the powerbomb through the catering table. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Carmella's still in catering. (laughs) Mella is sandwiched right now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So,
0: all right, Lacey trying to keep Asuka from making the climb. Naya struggling to get to her feet.
2: Where did – what did happen to Dana.
0: Uh, Well, she had a a picture thrown through her, but then she managed to slip and fall on the...
2: uh, Uh, the Yep, slip and fall. Mm -hmm.
0: Come on, Oscar, you can do it. Don't fall all the way down.
2: So where's Baszler?
1: Where did Baszler go? Oh, here we go.
0: Is there dramatic music playing in the background here?
1: Mm -mm. Just think about the people driving by on the interstate. there it
0: is. Oh, there's, uh, there's Darren. Screw you, Oscar. I'm going to get the women's... Wait, what? Which which brace am I supposed to grab? (laughs) Don't fight her, dummy. (laughs) He's an idiot. (laughs) Thank you, Asuka. (laughs) Wow. Take them them both, Asuka. Take them both. Where the hell is Shadow? Where is everybody?
1: That's Uh, what Asuka's looking around for.
0: Wait, Asuka did it. Holy crap, Asuka...
3: Now,
2: women's see, women's see women's Rob, best. I didn't want to see, spoil like, it that yeah. bad for you.
1: <laughs> Rob's a little bit behind you, Stan. Are you really? But well, who cares? The world only revolves around you, so jeez, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Who gives a shit what everybody else is trying to watch? <laughs>
2: I'm sorry,
0: Rob. I thought Rob and I
3: were at the same pace.
0: I'm sorry,
2: Rob. No, 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 no. I mean, you don't remember earlier where I was, like, on... Uh, Daniel Bryan and then you were on the women and then he was on like the first guy that walked in the room and we were four (laughs) people deep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I've officially screwed everything. I'm sorry. (laughs) 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 So what happened? Where did Shayna go? I don't
2: know. I don't know where Shayna went.
1: So I'm one for one. Okay.
2: Uh oh! Get out of here! So Come on, Otis, you can do it.
0: It's Otis and Baron, the final two.
2: Yeah, Otis better. is that, Otis is on top now. It's Corbin and Otis. Yeah.
0: Money in the back, Otis style. Money in the bank. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, he broke the ladder the last time on on SmackDown. He broke like two. All right, of them. so
2: let me ask y'all something. Let me ask you something because again, I haven't really watched two much uh, Smackdown or anything lately. where is his partner Tucker yeah
0: I think he's gotten the genetic treatment and he's kind of left left in the wind wow which Crazy. sucks because he's so talented also
2: yeah I mean well the, the tag team itself was a good tag team uh, happy machinery or whatever they were called yeah
3: Oh, yeah! Oh. Oh. Oh,
2: don't no, act like you. Uh,
3: wait. Oh,
0: all the guys are in for this one. <laughs>
2: all the guys are here now. No, AJ's not. Nor is Daniel Bryan. They're still cleaning up the office.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Vince is yelling at him.
2: Oh, here we go. We are still up on top of the building. Look how tall None but guys life. now. Well.
1: Still not quite all of them, I guess. Vince is like, you must put all my Hulk Hogan figures back in Chronicle Order. <laughs> oh, that's what, yeah, he should have been playing with, like, some LJNs.
0: Oh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, we are fired.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah even his own. Because <laughs> I'm sure they got crates of them still oh, in the sure. package and everything.
3: Oh, no. Did
2: he just throw? Jeez. Oh, you shut your pie hole, buddy.
0: Oh, Thank you, my your friend. God. I'm, I'm stopping myself from going too
2: far. I can't do it. Oh, uh, oh, uh, wait, wait. Um, Rob, I just want you to know when you wake up in the morning, I will have respected you enough not to tell you. I've already been uh, there.
0: Did,
2: We've got oh, two uh, over. Yep, what? two. Two have gone over.
0: Are they dead? <laughs> I mean, they're dead wait,
2: right? who went? Ray and who was the other one?
3: Alistair Black,
2: Alistair he's dead, Black. right? <laughs> oh, yeah, Alistair Black, yeah. Uh, so we are we are dealing with AJ, Otis, Ray Mysterio, and Baron Corbin.
0: No, Daniel Bryan. Ray, Ray went over the. Off the oh road. yeah,
2: Daniel Bryan, yeah, yeah. Well, I knew I was getting close to Corbin. The whole, my life got sucked out of me for a second.
0: So, so Ray and Alistair Black have been killed. They've been murdered. Baron Corbin committed murder in an effort to win money in the bank. <laughs> <coughs> well, <clears throat> I don't know what to tell you except that they're dead, Jim.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: we've had the lawn dart incident, but never off the building incident.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I wonder if somebody's calling calling the police.
3: <laughs> oh. Oh Oh
0: my God,
2: two people just got thrown off a building.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure the cops were there like, oh geez, not another one. (laughs) Please tell them they're filming
1: and it's okay.
0: This is how they should really settle their disputes about the stock market too.
1: Well, it's like, hey Ray, remember that thing you did into the tractor trailer? Get out of here. Wait,
0: what's happening here? (sighs) Uh, oh wait a
3: second.
2: Um, oh, my God.
0: So, okay, what?
2: Oh. You keep your mouth shut. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe it.
3: <laughs> what the? What? That's <laughs> the <drop>. What? Wow. <laughs>
2: now what would they have done if Otis dropped it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you see the referee's face. Even he's like, what?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh,
2: wow.
1: He had control of the, the briefcase. Really? Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is it.
2: Two hours and 24 minutes.
0: Well, WWE is officially in epic mode.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so so for me, even though it's a very short pay-per-view and every match up to that point was very lackluster, in my opinion, yeah, Rollins and, and Drew were probably the best up to this point. Another spectacular cinematic match. <laughs> I, I think uh, it's my favorite match now at this uh, current point in time.
0: <clears throat> in the COVID era, I think that might actually be the best match in the COVID era. <laughs> 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 let's, let's, get, let's get some insight here.
2: <laughs> that absolutely crazy.
0: That was the most insane just comedic and unbelievable delivery of cinematographic action I've ever seen. I don't definitely even know the, what to make of it. Definitely
2: one of the funnest matches we've seen in a long time. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: I think we've we've never had a moment where we've had as much fun just watching a <laughs> As we did with that one. That was. Wow.
2: I can even get over Otis winning. I'm just by like, the way it all takes place. How
0: did the hell. Did you notice that the uh, guitar started to break before he didn't even
2: hit Barrett? Uh-oh.
0: It, it starts falling apart as he's going over with the shot.
2: So are they old Double J guitars? Or do you think they've bought a bunch of new ones for Elias?
0: So, Elias and Baron get the big rub?
2: No, 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 the guitars. Are they guitars they've had left over from Jeff Jarrett? I or hope so, do, if they, were do they, they have brand new ones for Elias?
0: Well, I mean, their Hollywood's uh, Hollywood uh, props department has probably gotten better since uh, Jarrett had them. Because Jarrett used to like Spinner.
2: Mm-hmm. That was I, I, that was enjoyable, very enjoyable.
1: That was funny. <laughs> so does mm.
0: does Otis become world champ now?
2: Uh, well, so he gets his pick, right?
0: Yeah, he can. Or try does he have to stay left. brand? No, he can go after the world title or the universal.
1: Oh my God, he's gonna True give it to or? He's give it. He gonna, gonna give it to Mandy, and Mandy's gonna cash it in.
0: He. That's oh right, my he God, could, Rob. He could cash in on, on on Adam Cole. You
2: did it, you did it, Rob. Not it you Rob Schrodama did it again.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Great day. Mm. All right, so I think that's over, man. Let's let's cover some AEW. Let's, you know, because I love my AEW. Yeah, yeah.
1: You we guys have, caught up? Couldn't tell. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we've got we got the Undertaker uh, documentary on currently. And uh, let's pull up... Let me pull up AEW's results from this week. we we'll kind of go over what happened. We had the Dynamite street fight, which was absolutely entertaining. Great matchup. Um, to my knowledge, Sammy Guevara is okay.
3: <laughs> we'll talk about that further.
0: Um, there's a, a running... Uh, Habit, I guess, as of this point, and that is Cody starting off Dynamite. He and Joey Janela actually had a pretty good matchup, and uh, I really enjoyed that one, actually.
2: And we should mention it was live. It was.
0: Now, this didn't have... It had chosen guests in the crowd, Mm -hmm. so it wasn't just AEW talent, but they weren't necessarily paying fans that were there these were i don't even know how to describe it maybe they were just selected guests maybe of the of the city
2: Well, probably probably staff members and because if you notice so it looks like they have like uh almost like club seats with tables and stuff like that uh they were all full too because i guess the spacing's already there yeah so they probably, you know, they probably put in 50, 50 more people or something. Well, maybe not fifty, but put in more people.
0: One of the things that that kind of immediately jumped off the page to me was watching, <clears throat> watching just how interactive Cody was with the group, and they were the white towel came back from the week prior getting thrown at Cody's face. Did you notice that happened right at the very beginning before the match even started?
2: Uh, I missed that. I, I, I was at work. I, tried, so I, I missed the very beginning.
0: He gets in the ring and is in the corner. He's standing there kind of uh, soaking it in with his crowd, fans, I guess. Um, and then all of a sudden, his white towel hits him right square in the face. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just looks over and he's like, Really? <laughs>
2: Who threw it? I think it was MJ. Spears? It was either him. No, or MJF. Yeah. The best heel ever.
0: Uh, he's, you know, damn near killed himself shaving. Which is <laughs> a horrible, horrifying injury. <laughs> Hangnail of doom. Which I mean, hey, hangnails. You gotta be very, very careful.
2: Yeah, so I mean, I thought it was a good, good show, and I think um, the good thing is uh, what storylines have been playing out should start to come to fruition. So I think we'll finally get War Games or the Match Beyond, or whatever. Bloody God! Uh, what is it, Double or Nothing?
0: Well, are they going to try that one this, next? Or Are they going to wait until the- Double or Nothing is the one that's coming up? We have got the Casino Battle Royale ladder match where the winner gets a title shot in the future. They haven't specified all that, all of the rules on that. So it's not – it hasn't been stated for a fact that it would happen that night. So my assumption is that Moxley defends against Brody Lee because of Brody Lee. Yeah, that's in. been
2: announced. Yeah.
0: We've got the TNT Championship Finals between Cody and Lance Archer.
2: The tag well, I guess it can't happen then.
0: The tag titles aren't on the line that I know of, unless Adam Page will be back by then.
2: Oh, I think he'll be back. Hopefully he'll be back. Maybe. Is he sitting out for injury or COVID?
0: COVID. Because a travel restriction.
2: Mm, That'll be an interesting one.
0: I think blood and guts will end up happening on a pay-per-view, like main event pay-per-view. That would be my guess.
2: I think they announced something else, too. I seem to have forgotten. I can't remember. I saw two of them pop up today on Twitter. Announcements.
0: let me see if I can pull up the card for doubling up. Uh, Nyla Rose defended uh, it... the women's title against uh, a debuting 18-year-old Kenzie Page, who I actually got confused with uh, Statlander. <laughs> watching it, I, I didn't even. Even though that they
2: it. showed Statler in the stands.
0: See, I didn't see that until I watched the replay later. I really didn't see <laughs> Statlander in the stands, and so we're in the chat, the corner to corner chat. And I'm like, oh, "Hey, Nyla Rose and Statlander wasn't all that great." And Brad's like, uh, <laughs> it wasn't Statlander.
3: Oh, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she kind of
2: looks like her. I, I, don't get me wrong. At first, I thought it was, but then when they Gee. get to talking about her and they said she's eighteen, it was like, uh, no, that's not her.
3: Mm-hmm. Eighteen years. I, I mean.
2: Yeah, go ahead.
0: I was just gonna say it was it was actually once I kind of watched it back and, and kind of took it in in full understanding of just what was what was going on. Not a bad debut for an 18 year old kid, especially on AEW. All
2: right. I mean against not Ni- uh, Nyla Rose too, so it's not bad at all. So, but is she gonna be like? what they consider full-time or just uh, one of the part-timers?
0: Say that one more time. Just the
2: question. I said, is she going to be a full-time like, uh, you know, on the main roster all the time or is she going to be like a, a part-time? Kind of like uh, uh, what, Pineapple Pete next week?
0: <laughs> Pineapple <laughs> Pete will get a match with Jericho <laughs> Dynamite next week. Chris Jericho, uh, by the way, Pineapple Pete sucker punched him on the outside. Got him a nice shot.
2: I can't wait. I think that'll be good.
0: Well, Sugar Duncan's a great, great wrestler. So, I mean, I would definitely be be okay if he has a good showing against Jericho. Now, I mean, I can't imagine that he would win, but that'd be even cooler if he did.
2: <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, you never know. They, they don't seem to be selfish in that regard
0: no definitely not so right now we've got and this is the confirmed matches that I've seen thus far we've got the casino ladder match and Darby Allen is confirmed to be participating within that we don't have the rest of the participants yet John Mosley defending against Brody Lee MJF is taking on Jungle Boy which oh, okay I guess And Cody taking on uh, Lance Archer for the AEW TNT Championship in the finals. Um, Yet again, Cody in another storyline that is entertaining, but ultimately loses.
2: I think so. I think Brandy
1: turns on him.
0: That's not a thought that I had before. That that kind of surprises me. Rob, what do you think about that?
1: Oh, I never thought. I, I figured that of all the belts, this would be the one he would get. I kind
0: of thought so, too. But then when they introduced Archer into the tournament, I was like, well, I guess there goes that.
1: Well, I mean, I could still see some nefarious going on or whatever, but I still feel like with uh, how Cody is so about the heritage of wrestling and nothing's more heritage than a TV-type title, you know? So, but... I it, it would definitely make for interesting an interesting angle for Archer to turn on. I mean for Brandy to turn on.
3: <laughs> well, it kind of yeah, I mean, like literally videos they're like, I think it can 40s. happen.
2: I think Arn is too predictable. I think Brandy will shock the world. That's just me.
0: Well Arn hasn't been out there with him I guess because of COVID. Is that right?
2: Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know who's home for COVID and who ain't.
3: It's a COVID party. That's not what it is? Okay.
1: No, you're wrong.
0: <laughs> so, as it stands right now, Jericho does not have a match on double or nothing. Um, but again, it's probably going to be him against Matt
3: Hardy. Yeah. That be
2: my guess. I could see that. Um, I think that's when you'll possibly see a debut or two, because I think the Revolt and EC3 are probably locked up.
0: Yeah, they they probably won't debut until like July. <sighs>
2: So, I mean,
1: I I think it probably just all depends on what happened.
3: Yeah.
1: Do you think they'd hold some of them to debut when they actually have an audience there to, you know? Well, I think you'll probably you'll
2: probably have somewhat of audience, and see that's the that's the thing about AEW. I mean, they are going ahead. Other than, I mean, they've only canceled uh, the match Beyond but whatever it's called. That's it. it. I mean, other than that, they're still running storylines.
1: I was like, they legally can't call it
2: that yet, but okay. Okay. yeah, <laughs>
1: um,
2: you know what, which, what storylines they are. So I don't. I think they've handled no audience quite well.
0: Yeah, the, Dynamite has delivered in the way of entertainment better than AEW, eh, not better than AEW, better than NXT or uh, SmackDown. Raw has had some shining moments, but not on the level that AEW is delivering. It's just you really got some tough, tough positions right now and AEW has just found a way. And I think that this is something that WWE could have very easily implemented by putting some of their lower level roster members on the on the television and just having them in the in the crowd.
2: But they
0: chose not to, which is I mean, stupid.
2: You have an entire NXT roster that probably lives pretty close to where you filmed it
0: right right i mean and what better way to have like i don't know a a quote-unquote audience member get punched in the front row you know you could have some of these moments that take place and it would be okay it would be acceptable and it would come off as extremely entertaining
1: well i'm wondering if it got to the point like you know you know, a couple weeks of them doing their show and then AEW doing their show with their audience the way it was with the wrestlers in it, then the WWE's like, well, that's, you know, well, we can't do that now.
3: Right.
1: Because how dare us copy, you know? Yeah, but <laughs> I, I don't think they've ever been shy about
2: copying before.
1: I mean, at this point, somebody's
2: ripped off somebody else. You know, how, how many original thoughts do does anybody have in pro wrestling anymore?
0: Well, look at what happened with with the way that AEW was shooting their, their shows. They turned the lights down. They narrowed their, their camera view so that what you saw was strictly within the ring. And then maybe a week later, WWE does the same thing. So they've been willing to to pull different pieces of it for their show. But I, I don't know. Maybe they feel like – my my thought is maybe they feel like it would be almost Bush League to – Completely copy what they're doing, but if it's helping the product and helping their ratings, which in my opinion it is on both levels, um, why not? I mean, just just stop being held back by this preconceived notion that you have to stick out as something completely different and just do what makes it work. I don't see this as a hard thing to figure out.
2: Well, I mean, after a serious dip. In in ratings, AEW starting to climb back up. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were what uh, seven hundred and some odd thousand this past I want
0: to say week. Seven thirty something, maybe seven thirty eight. NXT at six ninety two. So the the audience coming back in this week at just a larger level for both sides, which is good. You we need to see an increased overall presence of audience here. We need to see. You know, a growth of the audience if you're going to see them succeed because right now for AEW, everything they're doing is making money. Mm -hmm. Maybe not right this moment, but in the future it definitely is. For WWE, every time you take a a hit, you're not necessarily losing money immediately, but what you are losing is trust. And that's trust from your investors. It's no longer a question of fan following because that audience is knowingly doing it. It's more along the lines of, okay, what can you afford to take as far as a hit before you finally
2: sell? Yeah, but, I mean, that audience, though, dipped, uh, what, last week quite a bit? Yeah, the overall audience dipped... Uh, one of the lowest ever.
0: For, yeah. It was under 1.2 for yeah. Wednesday, and then on Raw, it was under 2 million for the first time and wow, a long time. But how crazy is this? So, in the year 2001 four or five million viewers for ratings on Monday Night Raw versus now they're lucky if they can handle just over two.
2: Well, yeah, but so in my opinion, your flagship, right? And I mean, we are we can all attest to this. After the Monday Night Wars,
3: yeah.
2: it's like they gave up, right? Very true. You had a WCW roster. You had an ECW roster, and what'd you do with them? You pissed it away. You could have made competing shows under one brand, much like you're trying to do now, but you can't figure it out. And you could have kept interest. You allowed those millions of people to walk away. I mean, the other night, I'm at work, and somebody's like, oh, man, I haven't watched this in years. Well, that's not AEW's fault. It's not TNA's fault or Impact's fault or ROH's fault. It's the WWE's fault.
0: I think ultimately you've got guys that were never going to follow what WWE did after the Monday Night Wars Wars were done. And Impact just wasn't widely available. Ring of Honor wasn't widely available, and there was no other alternative, so they just let it go. Yeah, WWE couldn't however, keep the, the ones that were straggling behind. They,
2: they decided to change and flip the script when wrestling was at its absolute hottest ever. I mean, we can all admit that. I mean, we all mm-hmm. watched Monday Night Wars.
3: Yeah.
2: The hottest ever. Some guys were doing million dollar t shirt sales a month. Yeah. Action figures, cards, the whole, you name it, All right? People were buying it. They, they're, Five million-plus people were watching it religiously on a regular basis, and that's not to include the other two or three or four million that were watching the other program on the same night, the same time. But then instead of trying to keep those audience people, remember they let them go we got the hand incident we got the dead body in the coffin incident we got all this stupid stuff and to take it all the way back to the beginning we got writers that don't know wrestling Mm -hmm.
0: well and then and then if you look at if you guys haven't had a chance to check it out you should definitely read uh jim ross's second book under the black hat he talks about this in depth about how the the switch goes from you know what they had to do to win you know, doing what we have to do to win and stay on top. to knowing that they had to create something new, something intriguing, and ultimately just, it was a system of WWE and Vince really, when I say WWE, it's really Vince, just giving up before anything really fleshes out. Look at WCW when they first bought them. They announced they were going to run with WCW having its own show. And networks weren't interested unless they were able to provide an interesting and unique concept. And so what did they do? They tried to put together the first WCW Nitro main event on Raw, and it was Buff Bagwell and Booker T because WWE wasn't willing to pony up the money to buy out the Turner contracts. Smartly, but it ultimately cost them, and then they gave up before trying to regroup. So the invasion angle that should have been, admittedly, with the talent that they picked up, it wasn't enough, but what the Invasion angle should have been, which was dream matches, ended up being basically WWE versus
2: WWE. Sure, but you can't tell me they couldn't have gone to USA. And so we're your number one show. We have made your network a household name.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We have generated more money for you than any other time in, in your history you can't tell me they couldn't have gone to them and said hey we want two more hours on a thursday night or whatever for this or,
0: or hell an hour on saturday
2: yeah Give an us hour, hour
0: on of an hour of you know edited broadcast on saturday to build a brand cuz they could have they really and truly could have But it would have taken somebody with a long-term investment and the patience to say, okay, so look, we don't have Sting, we don't have DDP, I'm sorry, we don't have Nash and Hall, but we've got DDP, we've got Booker T, we could probably get Scott Steiner, you know, and then put some drive behind these younger guys and say, let's just create a show. They don't even have to tour. You can keep them touring with WWE and doing dark match kind of situations until your brand is built. But instead, and I often wonder if this was just somebody that went to Vince and said, yep, this just doesn't work. And it was just a WWE guy that was because this was WCW talent in the building, quote unquote, that they just didn't belong. Because that's how Jim Ross describes it. It was basically a mentality that it was WWE diehards, you know, the employees that were there throughout the Monday Night Wars, saying that these guys don't belong. When in reality, these were guys that were adding to your bottom line if you did it right. And Ross even admitted this was a huge mistake on Vince's part to acknowledge any of that advice and to not go and stay the course.
2: But how many times do I bring up the fact that the WWE thinks they're the only product in the world? It's that mentality.
0: Well, and that ultimately comes from Vince.
2: I mean, you literally had the roster from one company that kicked your butt for how long
3: well, and
0: when
2: means, wcw was on top of monday night wars how long right
0: well you had that and you also had you had this mentality A-C-D-W.
2: that people with
0: a, a southern accent couldn't couldn't deliver the wrestling commentary i mean like it was just it, it ultimately falls back to one guy because it wasn't oh. kevin dunn it wasn't triple h it wasn't the writers, except for the writers that eventually started to placate Vince, it was Vince McMahon himself that just couldn't get behind it for whatever stupid reason.
2: Mm-hmm. But I, I, I mean, that'll the always low, be a mystery to me. You what?
0: I said that'll always be a mystery to me as to what would possess him to have that mindset.
2: It's because he, he, I don't want to say, I, he, he's only hit so many times. I mean this is what people have to realize he only hit so many times and he has screwed up more than he's hit.
0: Yeah. I guess in in some way shape or form his hits have managed to be bigger than his misses.
2: Because, sure. I mean it's it's look at well, AW, yeah. I what they doing been right bigger. now. They've been bigger. However, he has missed. If he was baseball, he would probably have a very low batting average sure he may be like Bryce Harper and oh,
0: knock him out go.
2: knock him out the ballpark
0: now you, when you he brought connects. Bryce
2: Harper up do what
0: i said you brought Bryce Harper up why would you do
2: that sure but but again look what happens <laughs> as soon as he's gone what do the nats do
0: win the championship
3: Woo-hoo.
2: and there you go and Bryce Harper is one of the best hitters around why because he can crush him but, do they win with Bryce Harper? No.
0: Sometimes. You, know, you needed the overall team. You needed the overall unit to get better. And that was... I mean, that is that is what... And, and kind of to bring this full circle, that's what AEW is doing right. They have a united front. They have a complete team. Now, granted, are there improvement spots? Of course. Like the referee's timing needs to improve. And if Mike Kyoto could get picked up by AEW, I think you'd see that pick up. Um, but... You've also got points right now where they're completely blowing everybody else out of the water. I mean, look at the character development that they're doing on multiple fronts. With John Moxley, with Brody Lee, with Matt Hardy even, who you think would not even really have much more development to go through. A whole other level. Chris Jericho, a whole other level. Nyla Rose, Cody, Sean Spears. I mean, the thing is, once you get past about five guys that you've seen development on and, and legitimate progression... Now the question becomes, so how your audience buy it? Well, now your audience is growing because even though they dipped down to 630, 650-ish in this COVID era, they were as high as almost 1.4 on their debut, and they're headed back up. That's a big chunk of, of success and big chunk of audience that is, is coming in the door because they want to see something different.
2: Mm-hmm. And these are all the people that that WWE had and let go.
0: But here's the thing, and this is why my warning to AEW as it stands right now, and I'm pretty confident they won't do this, but you've got to at some point just, even though I think Cody was joking when he said no to Heath Slater, at some point you just got to say no. We're going to continue to go the route of the indies and grow our own people. You pick up the, you know, the hits, of course, you're not going to be stupid, but at the same time, you can't just bring in everybody that WWE casts away because then you're just TNA 2.0. Yeah, but again,
1: though, all elite wrestling, wrestling, not all friends
2: wrestling. Right. And the other thing that AEW does, right, is they don't, they may have a hundred people on a roster, right? But we only need you when we need you. Right.
0: They've got um, right. on paper, paper appearance deals.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, I think when Dynamite hit, they were still like, oh, there's only 35% of the roster or something.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, we have other people signed. But then if you flash forward right before the COVID, it was still the same people than when they started, right. which means if that number's correct, they still have plenty more out in the wings. Now, granted, some of them were probably waiting for contracts to end because I really believe that you know the, the revolt and some of these other people have probably been in talks for a long time.
3: Oh,
0: I'm almost positive that EC3 was like, as soon as my contract's up, I'm out of here.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, it's the same thing with the revolt. I'll lay money that once they started getting heat with what the Young Bucks were doing, right, yes. with the whole F the, F the Revival and all this stuff, that's when they figured out, with well, tag team wrestling that I did here. Mm-hmm. We can go other places and we can be the superstars because the Young Bucks are. You know, I think they're, you know, throughout the world, they're superstars. Right. And that's when that's when it all started was back then. They were probably, hey, get out of your, you know, when your contract's done, come wrestle in New Japan. Yeah. You know, of course, that's before AEW, whatever. And I knew Japan, they'll love you over there.
0: You know what I did notice about on uh, Dynamite that really stood out to me? It's an observation that, to me, is really funny. Sean Spears and Ty Dillinger is basically the same guy regardless of what show he's on. (laughs) <laughs> still in the background, still in the background, still, as Cody puts it, a good hand, <laughs> but he's still doing absolutely nothing. And, I mean, he's entertaining, and he's extremely talented. I'm not trying to put him down, but he's literally in the same position on the show, just a different show title. <laughs> mm.
1: well, Congrats. always greener. Yeah, right. right. And,
2: and you always have the different tier talents, So
3: Sure, sure.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: you know, the the standout match, I mean, and I do want to talk about the, the sport fight, so I'm not, I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but the non-title match between Moxley and Kazarian, um, I mean, as if you had a reason to question Kazarian, if he could really go at that level, how about this
3: matchup?
0: I mean, Kazarian and, and Moxley really had a great match. I was very entertained, and, and honestly, we're now seeing even more from Moxley than I think anyone that watched him in the CZW days thought he had.
2: Mhm. I mean, I, I told you, I, you know, when he was Dean Ambrose, I didn't like him. Never liked him, right? I did I wasn't a fan really of the Shield, as,
1: right. as
2: you know, people can't tell, but he was one that once they, once, because remember at first he would talk, right? Yep. And then all of a sudden he gets, he's the quiet brooding guy, you know? And then he turns into the crazy guy. It's like okay, but the the in ring performance doesn't reflect your persona to me mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And Probably then it's well as soon as that he gets released and that video hits, it's like, Oh
1: right.
2: that's John Moxley and John Moxley's cool. And it's the same guy within a day you know, <laughs> roughly, of him being WWE, uh, Dean Ambrose. Because that video like, dropped almost lickety-split. Well, I felt
0: like with, with Mosley, we got a, a clear view of who he was supposed to be while he was in NXT, and it worked, right? Like, it, it actually worked while he was in NXT, and his, if you haven't had a chance to see his promos against Regal and some of the work he was supposedly building up for their intended matchup, that was probably the closest you would see to a WWE John Moxley product and of course it never comes to fruition because they change him to you know Dean Ambrose and he becomes like the, the cocky at the time what we thought was the leader of the shield who kind a dug at that point and then he goes from that to the lunatic fringe but we never actually saw anything within his run as the shield that indicated he was like crazy like at all so it was kind of out of nowhere, unless just the chair shot from Seth just knocked a screw. In.
2: I don't know, but even the lunatic fringe, if you're going to call yourself the
1: lunatic fringe, you should do something crazy from time to time. Well, right? once I, they put the belt on him, it kind of took it away from him.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, he's just another guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But, but again, no, I mean, to, to, for your Sean Spears, you know, he in in, in AEW, he's allowed to blossom. And I, I'm not quite sure I understood the storyline where they're looking for a partner for Spears. So I don't know if that's what they're still, you know, they want to build a stable around him or something. And then they'll push him forward or, if you know, he'll be in the TV title ranks. Or whatever it's called. What is it called? A W.
3: He's
0: he's not going to beat Lance Archer.
2: <laughs> well, I, I don't think I think if Lance Archer gets it, which he probably will, he won't hold it for long because that I mean that guy's a monster. <laughs> so, I I you know I'd much rather have the monsters up in the the main event category than at your secondary tier title where nobody can get to it.
1: Just sits there and squashes people for years. Yeah,
2: I mean, that's like putting Brock in the U.S. champ. Who, who, who's going to get it from Brock, in the you know? <laughs> well.
3: I, I, I think
0: with what we've seen, in the past few past few weeks, and what's been going on with both WWE and with AEW, we've really seen some dynamics change. And with Sean Spears, it's just another example of a guy that maybe he is blossoming. I mean, maybe maybe you're right. I mean, they, they tried the whole let's find him a tag partner thing, and it just didn't really pan out. Or maybe they just stopped on it for a while to continue it once everybody's back.
2: I mean, I can vary. If Cody wins that, that title, you can very easily see in Sean Spears his first uh, opponent. Yeah. Uh, I think MJF, they'll, they'll keep uh, doing what he's doing, but ultimately he'll move up to the uh, world title rank. Um, but I think Spears is that guy, though, that if he happens to hook that title, I think he can really run with it.
0: I mean, the, the TNT championship could be a big, big deal.
2: Um, can really we just hopeful. call the TV title AEW? I mean, or do we it, not have the rights to it?
0: I don't think we do yet. I think it's the TNT title.
2: now. <laughs> <laughs> nabbit. What happens if we move to, like, uh, what's, what's another company that Turner owns? Or T- TBS. Network? Yeah, TBS. I mean, what are we going to do then if they go 605 on TBS? The TV um, championship.
1: The Lance Storm sticker?
3: Because <laughs> 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 honestly,
2: <laughs> honestly, so you know they're, they've been greenlit for a second show.
3: Yeah.
2: Right? You know that they value history. You know that they love Stick It In Vince's face. What better way to do your second show than 605 Saturday night on TBS.
0: I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I would love to see it, but I, I think, um, I think what's going to happen first before that takes place, is I think, I think they're going to have to figure out how they're going to position their second show.
2: Well, I think that's what they're doing now. I think that's where some of this roster that we haven't seen appears going to start to come in. Yeah. I mean, if you have indie talent that aren't signed to any major contract, then it's going to be easy to get them up there. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? And if I if I know, say, Tessa Blanchard's contract runs out in August, and we've had, you know, we all know it happens. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We've conversed, and she's like, "Yeah, I wanted to come there when my contract's up." Well, then you know, you know, you have her waiting in the wings. And I, you know, you know, it happens. I mean, isn't, isn't Zach Ryder and Cody supposed to be good friends? Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, it would be like me, you working at Impact, me working in uh, ROH and Rob working at the WWE. Anytime we got together, you know, it like, hey, hey, fella. When's your contract up again? (laughs) Oh, yeah, you got to come. You got to come here. No, you got to come here. You got to take the deal here. Well, I ain't going to impact. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) And and there's
2: no doubt in my mind that the first two or three people that was called was probably Cody. Hey, uh, remember when we got together for that barbecue a month ago? Well, I just want you to know it's possible now. Right. You know?
0: So let's let's go ahead and close out with our thoughts on uh, the the street fight between Les Sex Gods, <laughs> Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara, against Kenny Omega, and Broken Matt Hardy. Uh, let's do this. Let's, let's do this around the horn style. Um, Rob, did you did you catch this matchup?
1: Parts of it. Okay, your thoughts on the
0: street... Them chasing
1: him in the golf cart was funny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did you catch where Matt Hardy tells him you're going to have to doctor the footage because he couldn't get the golf (laughs) cart
3: started?
0: (laughs) I thought that was awesome. Did this this help or or hurt the cause for Matt Hardy and his growth in AEW?
1: I just thought it, it's just another Matt Hardy thing. Like, the thing is, his character is the way it is. Like, he can do things like this, and they can be like, I don't remember. Yeah. So.
0: So, for you, it was a hit.
3: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. All right. Brian, what, what was your take of the AEW Street Fight?
2: Uh, so. I, I can't, it, so it's not quite the, a cinematic match, mm-hmm. but it, the, that style of match just seems to be bringing something different to the table now,
3: mm-hmm.
2: I guess, and I enjoyed it, I mean, I, I thought it was good, um, may not have been the greatest thing, but I thought it was good, and I thought it was entertaining, and at the end of the day, that's that's what I need, I need to be entertained, And, you know, again, so like the golf cart scene or whatever that thing's called, uh, where he's running, Sammy's running, and Kenny stands up and he points at him. I mean, have y'all seen how many memes have been created off of that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous, all of the different memes that are out there. Yeah, so it's entertaining. It's entertained other people. And at the end of the day, that's, that's what you need to be be successful. I mean, you don't have to take all over the world, but you just have to put out a quality product. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was good. And I thought at the very end when they won and they were, you know, the scoreboard was in the background and the scoreboard uh, you know, was on and I mean, it's just, it's little interesting things like that. That's like, oh, okay. So, you know, As a whole, the company believed in this.
3: Yes.
2: And, you know, again, as long as people believe, everybody puts on good stuff. So. And again, so I I liked it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I
0: really liked the matchup. Both the in-ring work, which to me was a really good flow. I really liked just how the interactions happened Again, we talked about pineapple Pete sucker punching Jericho on the outside, which was cool. But then you had where they got, you know, backstage. And that was how actually you started to really see that there were other people instead of just the wrestlers in the audience. Like you had pineapple Pete, there live streaming it, which was hilarious. Thank you. Sugar duck to for doing that.
3: Um, but you had all
0: these different people out there and the environment, the, the feeling you had from the whole match was great. Um, the only problem I had with it, it's—I it, don't know if you could really do this any other way, because to me it's just a preference. It's you have to. I think beating Matt Hardy this soon was a mistake. I—I I don't know that you could have done this any different, because pinning Kenny Omega seems to get redundant after a while. Like it's been done, but I guess they—they they did what they felt they had to do. They had the numbers advantage, so there was logic to that. It just—I don't know. I—I'm I, like that, like with Lance Archer. Even though I want Cody Rhodes to win that title, because I feel like sooner or later you got to give him something. Ain't got to be all—all all of it, but something. Um, Lance Archer isn't going to lose. You can't build him up like that and then have him lose to Cody on pay per
2: view. Yeah, but I, I think, I think it just pushes the whole, uh, you know, storyline leading into. The cage match, yeah, no, uh, yeah, I see that. You know, yeah. i th- I think that's all it was. I don't think it was um, anything more than that. It was, you know, they were they were gonna win. Right. So, and I did kind of like the 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 fingers at the end there. the The bird flying,
0: yeah. <laughs> There's a. There's this whole like, you know, maybe they thought, okay, well, this was a given that we're gonna lose, so screw you, we won, kind of thing.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm okay with that. I, to me,
2: it just adds that little bit of grit. It adds yeah. a little bit of grit. So I, I think that's what wrestling has been lacking for a while. You know,
0: I agree. I agree. There's a little bit of an edge that AEW brings that uh, other products haven't had before. So definitely agree. So we're definitely over our allotted time here. So, uh, Rob, final thoughts for the week?
2: Thought it was
1: fun. I thought Money in the Bank was entertaining, and yes. the ending was what the WTF. But hey, it was. Um, <laughs> still, no one's explained what happened to Ray.
0: After <laughs> Black and Ray was like, dead. <laughs>
1: Ray's been buried in two, in two different centuries now. First, he was lawn darted into the truck. But I thought it was all right. Um, very cinematic. I like like what you all said about that. It was good. Um, we'll see what the week of wrestling holds.
0: Very true. Rob's on Facebook at Rob Hefner and R D H G W T on the Instagram.
2: Brian, final thoughts of the week. I think it ended. To me, it ended on a high note, which is, you know, something that hasn't happened in quite a while. You know, so you had the live, the returning of live wrestling, and then you had a pay-per-view that actually was enjoyable, at least part of it, to watch. Again, once you. For Rollins and Drew, I, you know, I wasn't really into it. But the, I, you know, the ending—Who would have thought Otis? Really? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Because I think we asked last week who I thought didn't belong, and I said Otis.
3: Well, yeah. yeah.
1: how mm-hmm. I know? But I, mm-hmm. I, I'll bet you he'll he'll have it on Monday or he'll have it on Thursday, or Friday, saying, "Look what I got! Look what I got!" And Mandy oh. goes, "Oh, that's really cool. I wish I could have been in the Money in the Bank match." <laughs> How about take mine?
2: Oh my god! Or, or, or because he threw food at Paul, Paul
1: will show up with Brock Lesnar,
0: and Brock forcibly and Brock
2: will take
1: <laughs>
0: it.
1: <laughs> I hear you started a money. I heard you started a match. <laughs> <laughs> Poor yeah. Braun.
2: Hey, Brock <laughs> He's gonna become a back. footnote faster. I thought. <laughs>
0: Uh, Brian can be found on Twitter at strcp21, on Facebook at Brian Taylor. And, uh, of course, we've got um, – we did put the April crate up, didn't we? I'll have to double-check uh, and make
2: uh,
3: sure it's up there. If it's not, it I'll make sure it gets up
0: there. Um, but we'll also be soon.
2: Because uh, Mays, I believe, is already sold out. I'm pretty sure it was okay. sold out the day it went on sale, uh, which is so. Uh, Why well, I'm so glad that I uh, pre-ordered each month. So, yep. But we will have that when it comes out. Yep. Mm-hmm. But April's should be getting posted. Thanks, for my good buddy Stan.
0: To continue our Who's growth opportunity here with uh, with the website, we're going to be. I'm going to do a a page on wrestling video games. We're going to start with DOS and go into some other things since I've been able to locate some oldies but goodies. And uh, we're going to just start taking a look at what's available, and we'll go from there. Maybe Rob can do some of his favorite collectibles. I'm just trying to expand. That's the I name don't of the game. have any.
2: Yeah, Rob has no Yeah, you do. Yeah, right. <laughs> you got, You got some. You got tons of collectibles, dude.
1: Yeah, that you love,
2: that you love and adore.
1: Oh, besides my kids, you got these nuts. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ring them up. Oh. So I can take us out before you can comment.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> you can catch me on Twitter. Well, technically, I don't have them.
1: Yours. You love them. You love but them. You never take you your hand them. off of them long you enough. You love them. You hey. can't
2: get me. You can't get me back.
1: You can't call Tic Tac. sorry. You lost the Sunday night (laughs) at (laughs) Wars. Just like that. (laughs) Over.
2: Uh,
0: You can catch up with the show. He's like that guy in a a
1: fight. Hey, bro. keeps yelling over the next person. Stop being mad. Stop (laughs) being mad. Stop being mad. mad. You fell for a
2: D's Nuts joke.
0: You can catch the show it's at C2C
2: okay.
1: Radio Show. Actually, no, on I was talking, It's okay, and you it's it's okay bro. It's okay. it's okay. It's okay. It's alright.
0: On Facebook in the group c 2 cradioshowcom Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you
3: next time.
2: <laughs> Y'all are not right. Hey, so are we off? Yeah. So one. Uh,